the Gatos and Chad Show. Brought to you by Parker and Sons. Heating, cooling, plumbing, and electrical. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state, this is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, 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 fantastic Friday. All right, my buddy Chad is off. He'll be back on Monday. The wise man, Steve Sinsmeister, is in. Wise man. Hello, Gatos. What's going on, man? Um, we've got uh, we've got to talk about this. We've got a massive lawsuit. Remember back uh, oh in uh, February, late February, uh, a certain school board, right? The Washington Elementary School District. Uh, they terminated a contract with a Christian university, Arizona Christian University, ACU, if you will. Yeah, they get teachers from them. They do. Uh, and so that contract, I think, ran for about five years. And then you had the board say, you know what? Um, we don't want. Well, I'll just this is how I see it. We don't want Christian teachers. That's it. And they terminated the deal specifically from ACU, specifically from there. They yeah. have not denounced Christianity as a religion in total. They, might. they still might. But it's kind of starting to look that way. Yeah, it's not good. So uh, just uh, was this Thursday they had. Uh, I guess, uh, some sort of, of a board meeting. Uh, it was a blank show. This thing was a total joke. So I was watching this thing. Uh, a lot of people showed up. And I'm like, what the hell is everybody doing in cat ears? A lot of people wearing cat ears. Okay, I, are we going to take this seriously or are we going to act like fools? Because let me tell you something. If you want to come to a meeting with me and you're wearing cat ears... Uh, I'm not going to take you seriously. I think you're. I think you're foolish. You're acting like you're five years old. Can we grow up and have a, a, a grown-up conversation? And it all stems from there's a woman on on the board who says, "You know what? I like to wear cat ears." Okay. Well, I'm not, honey. I ain't going to take you real seriously then, because uh, I mean we got to get down to business here, right? Can you imagine if somebody went into the governor's office and there is there's Hobbs and she's wearing cat ears. Second, second, you going to go real far with that? I don't think so. So what we had was this big meeting last night, a lot of people there, uh, and we found out that Arizona Christian University filed a lawsuit against Washington Elementary School District. And this obviously is after the district ended a longstanding student-teacher uh, program uh, with the university. Okay, so why don't we listen to some of this stuff? Because I, I, I got to tell you, it was just, I know that these board meetings, and I'm glad I don't go to any of these things because they're just trying to be crazy. Uh, I know that they get out of hand and there's yelling and all this stuff. And I'm, I'm listening. People are, people are, they're hissing. <laughs> what is that? What, where are we? I'm assuming it's because they're wearing cat ears. I know it's because they're wearing the cat ears. <laughs> I don't know if that makes so it appropriate. We care. Our kids' education. We got people there that are hissing like a cat. That's ridiculous, man. How are you going to get anything done with... I mean, come on. It doesn't seem the most adult way to handle this. Oh, for crying out loud, right? All right, let's listen to some of this garbage. Thunderous applause and the loud hissing. Do you hear that Becky laying there hissing? That's really, that's good. Hissing is not permissible. <laughs> All right, good. Well, at least we got that figured out. I'll bet that heard from inside the Washington Elementary School District Board meeting Thursday night. Everyone is here after the district cut ties with Arizona Christian University because of a statement of faith policy their student teacher signed, saying marriage should be between a man and a woman. Okay. 
When is marriage between a man and a woman going to be brought up by a teacher in a school? I mean, are we talking about gay marriage in school? Are we talking about... Are we talking about a, a man and a woman getting married? Are, are teachers bringing that up? Because I don't think they're bringing that up. And I got to tell you, these Christian teachers, I don't think they're going to go down that road. I think they're going to try and teach math, science, let's read. So I just keep going back and forth about the Washington school district uh, folks. Well, and just point out too, ACU, Arizona Christian University, yeah. in response to this says, all teachers are instructed to not push their religious beliefs on others while teaching, that they are to follow all of the school's rules first. Because to your point, they're not supposed to go into the classroom and say, hey, uh, marriage should be between a man and a woman. But let's be honest about this, Gatos. There are probably, I'm willing to bet, other teachers in the Washington School District, not from ACU, who are also Christians who believe this. Okay. So and what's the I difference? I personally don't agree with them, but that doesn't but mean But what's that- the difference then? If there are people, if there are Christian teachers already there, but they don't come from a Christian university. That's the thing. Are you going to go door to door and ask all the teachers, hey, how do you feel about gay marriage? And if they give you the wrong answer, you're going to fire them? Well, why doesn't the Washington Elementary School Board also say nobody can teach if they're Jewish? There's plenty of other religions that believe what? things like hey, this. Hey, there's a Muslim teacher over there, and obviously we can't have them teach. What about religions that believe that the earth was created 2,000 years ago? Is that anti-science? I, I, I understand that this particular board is passionate about LGBTQ individuals. Good. So am I. Totally. Okay? I think some of these kids struggle, and we should help them. We should not throw bad laws at them and, and make them feel bad about themselves. No, I understand the board is passionate about LGBTQ individuals. I like that. Good. Here's what they're not passionate about. Bringing you a quality teacher. They have no passion about that. We, we don't have teachers in classrooms. There are 3,000 3, uh, positions that are just waiting to be filled. And this particular board, oh, doesn't matter. We have a perfectly good, perfectly good teacher who's a Christian. Oh, no. Well, we can't bring them in. Yes, you can. And yes, you should. Because you know what? You can get the pantsuit off of you and you're going to lose. By the way, no ACU teachers or students from their university have been reported or complained about for doing these things. What does that sound like? That sounds like the conversation we had about critical race theory earlier this week from the other side of the aisle. That we're trying to prevent something from happening that's not already happening. Right. Isn't it a little bit ironic that here we're talking about people on the left? Well, we can't have these students from ACU. And on the right, we're talking, well, we can't have teachers teaching critical race. Theory. Neither of those things have examples mm. of currently happening in Arizona. Right. But we're trying to prevent them anyway. Right. right. I think what you have is some members of this board, uh, they just don't like Christians. They don't like, they don't like, uh, uh, I'll, I'll say this. Listen, I'm a Christian. You know what? We could do a lot better. With the LGBTQ community. I don't think we do a good job. I don't. I never thought we did. Um, I think a lot of Christians think, well, that's the main sin. Oh, that's the big one. No, it's not. No. There are a lot of sins in this world. You could have a guy who goes to church uh, who all he does is overeat, beat his wife, and cheat on his wife. But we're going to welcome that person into a church. But if you're gay, we're not going to welcome you into a church. That I can't stand. 
That I, that I can't stand. So as Christians, we need to do a better job. There's no doubt about it. But I believe that this is a board who, again, passionate about LGBTQ individuals. Good. I'm with you on that. But now you're using your power to get back at how you think Christians have treated you. And all you're doing is hurting the kids because there are plenty of good teachers at this university, plenty of good people who want to teach, who actually want to teach. It's hard to find those people. And you're stopping them because you're discriminating. I care a lot more about a person's passion for teaching than their beliefs on sexual identity and same-sex marriage. Let's get people who care about teaching into the building first, give them the tools to teach the curriculum that we hand them. And if you have to, when you hire a teacher, you say, hey, just a reminder, your personal uh, beliefs, they don't get involved in the classroom. That's not your job. Your job is to teach the curriculum, and that should be that. These kids at this school should be allowed to go and teach. And for that not to happen, for this board to stop it, is terrible. We need them. Is terrible. Especially because they think, well, you're religion. Now I can't let you in. I'll tell you what, this school board at one point couldn't address employee salaries for the 23-24 school year. They tabled the whole thing. But you know what they have? They spent money on nice new nameplates for their board meetings so I can look at he and her. Ah, the pronouns. And I don't need that. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're gay. I don't care if you're straight. I don't care what pronoun you use. I will love you no matter what. But what I won't do is spend money that could go to, I don't know, employee salaries. But no, I've got to have a new, a fancy nameplate just so I could, you know, make my, make my presence known. It's really disgusting. Meanwhile, 24% of children in Arizona passed the science test last year. Yeah, there's a lot of... 24. A lot of problems we have in Arizona schools. But we're not talking about that. No, we're talking about this garbage. Uh, We're talking about uh, how Tom Horn set up a whole hotline for people to go and bag on teachers. Critical race theory. Social emotional learning. Critical race theory, which isn't being taught in Arizona. There was a bill that... Uh, Katie Hobbs, our governor, had to veto. Why? Because we're not teaching it here. We've got some MAGA, and I'll just say MAGA because it's not Republicans, MAGA lawmakers trying to put teachers in jail. There's a new bill for that. In jail, if they recommend a book and it's got some sort of perceived, I don't know what you want to say, naughtiness? (laughs) Man. What a mess. What a mess. And shame on this school district for doing this. I am all for this Christian university going in and being able to teach. Stop it. That's my hissing. That's, and by the way, you know, it's just unprofessional. You're, you're there wearing cat ears and hissing and snapping your fingers. Uh, I'm not, listen, it's just unprofessional. You look silly. And you look like you have no authority. Okay. Coming up next, is the world going to end on Valentine's Day 2046? Wonderful. Next. The Gatos Big Q poll question brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. Listen, at 850, you should listen to the Broomhead show because I'm on it. I give you the Gatos Big Q and uh, my whole goal, wise man, is to get Broomhead to laugh. And you accomplish that most days. (laughs) I try. I try. I don't know how good I am at it, but I always try to get him to giggle. And so today I had him giggling. But uh, It's not easy. Here's (laughs) here's the cue. You can check it out at KTAR.com. An asteroid the size of an Olympic swimming pool has a chance of hitting Earth 
on Valentine's Day in 2046. Oh, good. I don't have to buy a gift. Oh, geez. Uh, <laughs> I think, A. darn it, that's probably the day KD comes back from injury. So t- that's harsh. Oh, I see what you did there. It's harsh. Uh, B, uh, if it gets me out of celebrating Valentine's Day, I'd welcome it. There you go. And then C, roses are red, violets are blue, the asteroid in 46 may destroy you. I see what you did there. Well, I, I mean, like it. Okay. You, you sound like put a, that a big card next you year? Sound, no. <laughs> uh, 46% say, uh, darn it, uh, it's probably when KD comes back. So I found this pretty interesting. It is amazing with the technology we have. We can, first of all, see a big rock out there that, that is the size of a, a, an Olympic-sized swimming pool, number one. It's pretty big, right? Well, yeah. And For number, pools, that's the biggest of pools. Okay, I is think, that all right? As far as pools go. And then number two, we know the exact date that it's going to hit us. That's so, wild. Wise man, do some math for me. How many years oh is gosh. this? Twenty forty six. Twenty three years. Twenty twenty three. Two carry the uh, twenty three years from now. Yeah, twenty two years and like three hundred and forty something days. Okay, roughly. Uh, so here's the thing. Are you ready for this? They say there's a one in five hundred and sixty chance it hits Earth. Boy, I don't like those. That's not good. That is really. Those are like. That's way too close for me. So I was also reading, too, that this could end up being like the notable 1908 event. We all remember that one. Uh, I'm assuming that that means that it won't destroy the Earth because, you know, if it happened in 1908 and we're all still here. OK, well, all right. that's good news. So are you saying that the rock that hit the Earth in 1908 was Which we similar all remember. to this one? I, I guess. OK. Because I, I don't know that event. I don't either. I'm not familiar. But yeah, the but article put, talks about it like I should remember it. But you put that rock right down in the middle of Phoenix, and Phoenix is going to blow up. Comparable to the Tunguska event of 1908. Oh, of course. I remember the Tunguska event. I don't know anything about it. <laughs> I don't know Do you know where it hit? Caused injuries in Siberia. Well, there's nothing out there. Well, in Siberia, right. Yeah. Okay, so that's what happened. I uh, wonder if they know where it'll hit yet. You know what? If it were, well, they they say it might not, so I guess right. they don't know. All right. In all seriousness, like, all right, you keep your eye on this rock. All right, good. But didn't we just last year, or was it earlier this year? Didn't we nudge a big rock? Yeah. With like some dart. S- yeah. Operation Dart or whatever we, we, they call it. We pushed it in a different direction. They they like flew a capsule like a ship, an unmanned ship, into an asteroid and to change its trajectory. trajectory. How cool is that? It's good. I just hope we didn't tilt it towards us. So were we doing that in preparation for this? Well, I hope so. I, I certainly hope so. So this is a big meteor, and it's going to nail us on Valentine's Day in 2046. Uh, you know what this reminds me of? No, I have no idea. Well, it's coming right oh. now, right for us at 22,000 miles an hour. So good. Not a soul on Earth can hide from oh, it. Oh, so good. It's my favorite movie, Armageddon. I love Armageddon. It's so Well, it's not a good movie, but it's it one of my favorite movie. movies. It's very underrated. The cast is amazing, by the way. Yeah, it's I I love that movie. It's fantastic. Let's send Bruce Willis up there to take care of this asteroid. Yeah, you, Bruce Willis is not well. I know. I saw that one the last other, ride. Maybe did you see that his wife is trying to tell the paparazzi, paparazzi stop trying to take a picture of a man who's struggling to live every day? Yeah, it's pretty sad Awful. that we even have to say anything. Awful. Just quit it because he is. I don't know if he's dying, but he is not well. Uh, I think he's got dementia. Uh, and they're trying to get the first picture of him. How awful is that? Leave the man alone. For Gosh. Real. All right, coming up next, Becky Lynn's going to read the news. We're going to interrupt. 
Are you ready to be snarky? Because Chad is snarky. I think I can pull it off. All right, let's see how you do, wise man. Uh, it's uh, holding up the headlines next. Arizona's news station. News station. KTAR. On air. 92.3 FM. Online at KTAR.com. And streaming live on the KTAR News app. Your breaking news and traffic. Now. It's 3.30 and you know what that means. It's time for us to hold up the headlines. Let's get some headlines from Becky Lynn. All right. We're going to start off with a bit of a, a traffic headline. No injuries reported after an ambulance got into a rollover crash with another car at 94th Street and Bell Road. Scottsdale police say that intersection is closed. Closed right now, and motorists need to seek an alternate route. Luckily, nobody was hurt. Anything? Nope. All right, moving on. One of Arizona's newest Republican congressmen, Juan Siscomani, agrees with at least a few things in President Biden's newly released budget. Protecting seniors, Medicare and Social Security is a top priority for me specifically. So uh, cuts to these programs or adjustments to these programs are not part of this conversation, not a dead ceiling. The president's proposed budget extends the life of Medicare by at least 25 years and rejects any proposed cuts to Social Security. However, there are other areas where Siskamani thinks wasteful spending needs to be cut. Uh, I mean, you got Biden's budget out there and everyone, a lot of people are talking about it cuts into the rich. It's going to charge, not charge, it's going to tax the rich, what, 25% or something like that if you're a billionaire, 25%. So right away, it's going to, it's not going to work because Republicans aren't going to let that go. Yeah, not and you let always, that happen. You always hear stuff from Republican lawmakers like, we agree on the basic principle of helping veterans or helping seniors. Like, yeah, everybody's for that, but mm-hmm. it's once you get down to the nitty gritty that you're going to disagree. Juan Siskamani, to his credit, I think he did the Spanish version of the rebuttal to the state of the state address or the state of the nation or whatever they call it. Um, so I don't know how much they're actually going to agree on when you get down to the details. We're holding up the headlines. Fifty five percent of Americans use a professional to help file their taxes. And if you're one of them, the IRS wants you to be on the lookout for those who might game the system. IRS special agent Brian Watson explains. The vast majority of tax return preparers are honest and ethical. However, there is a small percentage of them that keep us at IRS criminal investigation busy. He says some will put fake businesses on your return to offset income to get you more money and then get them more clients. Watson warns you're ultimately responsible and would still need to pay the tax difference and any penalties or interest. Do people people seriously don't do their own taxes anymore? Like, uh, I, I've always done my taxes. Yeah, I think I, I think that certainly there are a lot of people. Well, only, what is it, 55% hire somebody, you said? 55% hire That sounds someone. like a low number to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, think I, thought so that was, I thought that was high. Really? You thought that was high. Well, I just think more people should be doing their own taxes. I get it gets complicated, especially if you own a lot of things. I think the older you get, sure. the more harder money you acquire, the more, you know, the tax brackets and all this kind of stuff. Maybe it's personal investment in the process that I think there should be more people involved, like heavily involved, like knowing what's going on with your taxes. No, I don't want to know. I just want to hand it off and no. then tell me how much yeah. I got to pay. That's what he said. You better check it, even if you have how a How am I going to check it? it? I don't you know. You got to. You got to know what you're doing. That's where I'm at. This person's going to make Make up a business and stick on there, and you're gonna you're gonna go. Oh, you're gonna get this much back, and you're gonna love it until somebody finds it. And then ooh. it's your money, man. You gotta yeah. protect it. See what you, well, I, that's why I pay somebody to protect it to do my taxes. I don't know how to do my taxes. You don't know what they're doing with your money. The good I thing, sit right there, and we go through it. I mean, I hear what he's. The thing is, he said most most hmm. are ethical. So. Yeah. Well, that's well, obviously you got to hire somebody that's ethical. You hire somebody who's going to be, you know, skimp on the rules and stuff. Then you can pay down the line. What's well, the day this year? Anybody know? Huh? What's the day this year? It's you not know? April 15th. No. No. What is it? 18th. 
April 18th. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, Tax I just day. bought myself three days. Yeah, you did. We're you holding up the headlines. You can't The Eagles serenaded a criminal. And they didn't even know it. David Allen Harbor of Scottsdale was found guilty on six counts of wire fraud and 11 counts of money laundering. This comes after Harbor acted as a self-styled investment advisor who defrauded numerous victims between 2007 and 2021. Some luxury spending included private jet travel, country club memberships around the world, million-dollar speedboats, and even a private concert by the Eagles. The total loss to investors exceeded $20 million. Patricia Valencia, KTAR News. I got nothing. Didn't you just see the Eagles? I did. They were fantastic. They were fantastic. I'd go see them again. What was the line there? They were like praising a criminal? <laughs> hey, uh, a, a guy who was indicted for fraud uh-huh. in yeah. Scottsdale had, it was like to the tune of 20 something million dollars um, that he defrauded people. And he did all these lavish things, as people who do fraudulent things often do, including hiring the Eagles for a private concert. All right, we're holding up the headlines. All right, let's go back to the world baseball. Some of the world's top baseball stars switching out those spring training jerseys for one that reads Team USA this weekend. The Phoenix portion of the World Baseball Classic begins tomorrow. Eight of the 20 national teams will play at Chase Field through Wednesday night. Baseball's version of the World Cup will see Team USA, Mexico, Colombia, Canada, and Great Britain all play four games, with the top two winning teams advancing to the quarterfinals in Miami. This is the second time Phoenix has hosted part of the tournament. Nick Sadowski, KTAR News. I'm surprised they even let Great Britain have a team, to be honest. When is this taking place? This weekend. This This weekend. weekend. Yeah. Yeah. So you can see... um, Spring training, you can see this type of baseball. Yep. I mean, yeah, it's great. It's, it's great. It's, I, I know they, they kind of teed up there as like the World Cup of baseball, and on some level that's true because it's international true. play, but it's no. nowhere near as big as the World oh, Cup. Oh, no, no, no. But it I is. I mean, this is being played all over the world. They right. don't do it in one city or whatever. But this is the second time Phoenix has hosted this. Yeah. We're holding up the headlines. The Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, known as the FDIC, has taken over Silicon Valley Bank in what makes the largest bank failure since Washington Mutual during the 2008 financial crisis. People today started showing up at Silicon Valley Bank branches to find that they're closed and the ATMs turned off. Like we saw back in 2008, this bank failure came when depositors, mostly tech workers in this case, and venture capital banks backed companies began withdrawing their money. There was a run on the bank. Silicon Valley Bank is not a small bank. It is a 16th largest in the U.S. It had $209 billion in assets at the end of 2022. It is a big bank in the Silicon Valley. Now it has failed. People who have money in it cannot access that money. The FDIC says they will be able to access up to the federally insured amount of $250,000 by Monday. That's ABC's Alex Stone in California and Silicon Valley Bank does have have a corporate office location in Tempe. I mean, uh, remember in 08, the fall of the Lehman Brothers? That that bank was there for how long? 100 years or something like that? And then you had all the uh, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac and all those bad loans and everything. This is not what we're talking about. This is just one bank, but it does bring you back a little bit to 08 and say, yeesh. All right, holding up the headlines every day at 3.30. Brought to you by Carol Royce, your home sold guaranteed realties, higherprice.com. All right, up next, do you still need a college education? to get a good job next. All right, as the weather gets warmer, you got to watch your kids around water. KTAR and Fulton Homes reminding you two seconds is too long to take your eyes off your kids around water. If you want some life-saving uh, water safety tips, 
uh, and to enter a swim lessons uh, contest from the YMCA, just text SWIM to 62620. It is the Gatos Chad Show. Steve Zinsmeister in for Wise Chad man. as he gets his uh, teeth drilled. That just no. sounds horrible. Well, he's fine. He's got a high level of pain tolerance. It really is incredible. Uh, it he's used fine. To be, Don't worry about it. Yeah, let's not worry about that no, guy. He's all right. It used to be, Gatos, that in order to get the job that you wanted, the job of your dreams, mm. you had to have that college degree. Right. And it's it always struck me that so many jobs, so many employers wanted, you had to be out of college, you have to have that paper, that degree. You have to have experience for multiple years, even though it's an entry-level position, which makes no sense. And now we find that one in five employers are relaxing educational requirements in order to attract workers who usually were not a part of this process. They didn't qualify because they didn't go to college. So employers are looking to hire people, as we've talked about a hundred times on this show. Mm. You go to the restaurant and there's nobody waiting on you. There's all these tables open, but nobody there to work. And a lot of it is because so many companies for so long have required that degree that now companies are pulling back and saying, okay, let's expand our horizons. Let's grow the pool we can hire from by not requiring those degrees. Yeah, but four and five still want the degree. It's a lot. Four and five still want the degree. Listen, uh... College is not for everybody. I get it. But, um, you know, uh, as when I came into our kids' lives when they were teenagers, you know, my wife had already decided, you know what, both of you kids, you're going to college. And they were going. Uh, and I think that's the way to go. I think most kids need to go to college. You got to figure out your crap. You got to figure out how to how to complete certain things. And I know some kids who have not finished college. And when you go and you try and, and get a job, I think the first question is, why didn't you finish? Yeah. And we're also seeing numbers this week, too, about how there are less and less Americans going to college. I think a lot of that has to do with the temperature of the workforce nowadays. A lot of people work from home. I think it's going to hurt you in the end. Uh, yeah, that may be. And you may not get the as good quality of a job right out of college or high school as you might if you went to college. Mm. I went to college. You went to college. And I think it was worth it for me. But at the same time, I will acknowledge that what you learn in the workforce sometimes can be even more valuable than what you learn at school. I think that's a fair argument to make. Well, I mean, you made you mentioned like the restaurants and stuff. You don't need a college degree to go and work at Arby's. Nope. I mean, you can go and do what it, you know, you can get that job in a second. But we're talking what we're talking about is, you know. A better job than going to work at Arby's or McDonald's. There's nothing wrong with working there. No, but we're but talking you don't about, need a college degree to work there. We're probably talking about jobs that are career driven. Right. Uh, right. You don't go to work at McDonald's thinking this is my career. I mean, I, I want to put respect on managerial positions and stuff like that. There is a path, but certainly we're talking about not the job you did while you were in college, but mm. the job you want after you graduate. I, I always thought, you know, college, you, going through college, what does it do? Okay, did you do you really remember a whole lot of stuff you learned in class? Well, probably some stuff, especially if you had a, a major, if you went to business, you know, classes and now you're in the business world, you're going to remember some of that stuff. But it's about completing something. That's what I've always said. It's about completing four years of something. It's about uh, putting in the work for four years. It's about showing that you can start something and you can finish something. And I think we've got a lot of kids who don't finish things anymore. And that, you know, if I'm hiring somebody, I want somebody who finished something. That's just me. I want somebody who started and finished um, because I, you know, I think I think that shows a lot of character. I think it shows uh, work ethic. Uh, if you stuck with something that maybe, you know, listen, I, I didn't get great grades in college, but I figured out a way to get it to, to get my degree. 
and it was hard to get the degree. I wasn't just, wasn't really interested in a lot of the stuff that I was studying. Uh, and so, you know, just getting into college, figuring out how to get to, to class, figuring out, okay, I can't go to that party tonight because I've got a paper tomorrow. I mean, figuring life out, that's what it's all about. I think a lot of employers agree with you, and they'd probably rather have the person who went to college than the person who didn't, if all else is equal. But at the same time, the way the economy is right now, jobs are out there. Right. There's not a ton of people. They need right. to broaden their, their pool some, that they're Some places from. are just going to take anybody. Maybe. But I don't think, it's gonna la- I don't think that's going to last. All right, coming up next, we got a big lawsuit we're going to talk about. Against a Phoenix school district plus Arizona lawmakers. They want to put your kid's teacher in a jail. Yeah, that sounds about right. Next.